Welcome to Should I Get Bangs. I'm your host, Julia Rossi. And today's guest, I, I've been promoting this episode of the podcast for a while. It's finally happening. It's everyone's favorite therapist, my favorite sister. Please welcome to the show. Elena Rossi Pellegrino. There she is. We've been trying to... You were on like almost every episode for, a, like I feel like a, a good streak there. And then... Um, life happened. It sure did. I know. Yeah. You've had some wonderful episodes lately and I found myself like, Ooh, like I wanted to like chime in in some of those episodes you've had. Like there's just so much great, great guests you've had. And I just, yeah, I love to share. I mean, if there's anything that's on the top of your head right now, you can share that too, before I get into these listener questions. Ah, uh, not at the top of my head at the moment, but I will certainly let you know if something does pop in there. Okay, cool. Okay, so I have a few listener questions. Um, I would love to get more. If anyone wants to send in any questions, you can email should I get bangs pod at gmail. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, usually the way the show works is I have often a comedian or sometimes a writer or somebody, usually in the entertainment world, come on the show and talk about breakdowns and breakthroughs. And then a lot of times, Elena, who is a therapist and also happens to be my sister, will give her insight at the end of the show. But I wanted to do a special episode that was just you and I answering some questions. Because um, I definitely, I do get people who, it's funny, I get a lot of people who DM me uh, instead of going through the email or they'll DM me compliments about the show, which I always appreciate. And I know DM is easier, but if you want to reach out to the show, email is better because I don't always see DMs. But um, all right, we'll get right into it. Okay. Are you ready, Alana? I'm ready. Okay. All right. So first question, when should someone be the bigger person? If someone treats you badly or does you dirty and you don't retaliate, they say be the bigger person. But does it actually better your situation? Essentially, when do you know if you should speak up or let something go? Mm, that's a really great question. Um, I mean, obviously, it's you know pretty situational. It's not like always yes, always no, an answer. I always think about the ego. Um, so I think if it's like a self-serving situation where it's about like you know. I'm trying to think, I can't think of an example, but like something where, cause there's that expression, right? It's better to be kind than to be right. So quite often people are like, okay, you know, they argue cause it's like about being right. So I guess that might be an example. Like, is this really worth, you know, proving that I'm right, you know, just to, for this person. I mean, especially in this day and age with like politics and so much of that, oh. uh, being vaccine. So sorry. That's my dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> dog wants to be on the show too. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think there are some situations where I guess you've got to say to yourself, should we, uh, you want to get the dog? Should I go, should I pause and get the dog? Yeah. I think there's something out the window. So, um, no, this is okay. This is, this is oh, okay, real okay. life. You're on the East coast. I'm on the West coast. There's okay. a new puppy. All right, cool. Um, so <laughs> I think it's like, if it's a situation where, 
I, I guess it depends. Um, this is tough. Like, I guess, could you give an example maybe? So I, I mean, we could kind of see like, yeah, I mean, this person doesn't give an example, but okay. I, I think if I'm interpreting this question correctly and, and, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to misinterpret if I am. So I apologize to the listener if I am misinterpreting it, but I, I think what they're referring to, because I know I struggle with this sometimes is like, when to speak up and when not to. So for example, right, um, let's say somebody, this is a really minor example. Someone keeps mispronouncing your name. That happens to you a lot. You get called Elena a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe this isn't a good example. I was going to say like, do you correct them if, no, this is not a good example. Uh, Let me interject for a moment. So I think when we're talking about like being the bigger person, it's like, I think that person is saying like about like, pick your battles. Like when do you let it go? When do you speak up type of thing? Right. So, so let's say it's like a family situation or a work situation, like something where you have to interact with the same people on a regular basis. Now, I think in that sort of scenario, it is important to speak up because you need to deal with these people frequently in a situation where somebody like cuts you off in traffic, cuts you in line, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess that's one of those moments where you could say like, okay, how do I want to handle this? I mean, sure. You don't want people like stepping all over you, but there's a difference with like being an asshole and being like, you know, being like aggressive. If somebody does you wrong, especially if they're not going to see you again versus you could be like, hey, just letting you know I was in line before. Like, you know what I mean? It's, I think it's like how you deal with it. As yeah. well. So it's like a two-part answer. But especially if it's people you have to deal with on a regular basis. Like, like, all right. Let's say you're at the grocery store and, you know, like, for example, one of my pet peeves is that people don't put the cart back in the carol. Like, <laughs> that bothers me too. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go around and be like, hey, buddy, like, you didn't put your cart away. Like, you just have to kind of let things go. Like. It's funny. The other day I was at the dog park. This is actually interesting. Speaking of the dog, see, the dog barked for a reason. It made me think of this. <laughs> the dog park was me and two other women. And one woman said, oh man, I wish people would pick up their dog poop. And I said, yeah, I know. And then the other woman, woman number three said, well, to woman number one, not me, if you have a problem with it, why don't you pick it up yourself? So this was like one of those deals where it's like, okay, like, do they, like they, so I was like, right, cat fight at the dog park. I was like, cat fight at the dog park. But it was like, it was really funny though. But it was like one of those situations where I know I watched the woman like trying to let it go, but the other woman kept talking about it. And then like finally, I got out my doggy bag. We're like, all right, I'll help you pick it up. Like it was like one of those things where sometimes I think you're like trying to be the bigger person. Like this person was just making a comment, and I think the other person like was kind of like wanting was almost provoking her to keep going. Like, all right, you know, you're complaining about the dog poop. Then why don't you do something about it? So I think that's an example. Like it's someone you're not going to see again. Maybe, you know. Okay. So then I'll, how about I'll give an example for my own life. Um, I have a, so I'm very cautious about who is around my child right now because of COVID and the Delta variant. And I unfortunately have made the assumption about certain people in my life. I assumed everyone I knew was vaccinated. I just didn't think I would have people in my life who wouldn't be. And somebody I know, I've later found out someone who visited my child, it turns out they weren't vaccinated. 
And I have to be honest, I don't think I can have a relationship with this person moving forward. Now, the good news is it's not someone I talk to every day. It's sort of like an old, you know, person in my life history. Like, you know, uh, I see them once in a while. I don't even live in the same state as them. But like, is it being the bigger person to just not even bring it up or, Mm. you know, like this is one of those situations where I definitely have to see them again. And it's, it's not a big deal because we're not, I I feel like I'm not like explain, you know, it's sort of like the equivalent of like a, like an old friend from high school or a cousin, you know what I mean? It's some, it's, it's someone at that level in my life. So am I being the big, but I kind of feel like I'm being a, a pushover right? by not being like, Hey, what the fuck? Like you were around my baby and you weren't vaccinated. Well, that's a tough one, right? Because it's, it's not, you're going to go out of your way. It's not like someone, it sounds like it's not someone you talk to on a regular basis, but like, maybe it's something worth next time you see the person, like, do you bring it up? Like, Hey, by the way, you know, heard this happened. Hope, hope you're feeling okay. But I would have appreciated if you'd let me know, you know, because children under the age of 12, even if children, if, that's besides the point, you know, even if you're over the age of 12, you can't assume, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I don't think I want to say, I hope you're feeling okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. like mad. It's pretty, I know. I think, yeah, this is actually a great question from your listener. Um, Cause I do feel like, especially right now, there's such a division just in general, but like, especially with the vax whole debate it's yeah it's like here you are like do you do you bring up something that affects your life my goodness you know it's not about you know this is yeah. life death we're talking about all right well hopefully we answered that for her it's really like a pick your battles is is it your ego that's reacting yeah or is it like your heart I guess is that that maybe is a good way to put it would you say yeah, I mean, I, I always refer to that, um, I know I have a couple times, that Don Miguel Ruiz book, The Four Agreements. It's kind of like, all right, when you speak, what is your purpose? Like, what is your mm-hmm. intention? Are you trying to make, are you trying to, like, educate? Are you trying to share your feelings? Like, maybe really stop and think, like, before I speak, why am I about to say what I'm about to say? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good. Um, all right, question number two. Should I look for a new therapist? In 2020, my therapist said he'd be leaving the practice at the end of the year. So I asked if he could let me know when he finds a new office. He explained that it's an ethical issue. He can't reach out to me and I can find him on psychology today. And he'll update his info there. Fast forward nearly six months and his psychology today profile hasn't changed. And, uh, Let's see. Oh, his LinkedIn hasn't either. Do you think I got dumped by my therapist and I should move on and look for a new one? Um, I would say yes. <laughs> oh, that's uh, weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of almost being ghosted or not ghosted, but um, I guess that'd be the question of the listener. Like, why would you want to work with this therapist if they were a little, I don't know, um, unclear about... I mean, I know you don't have to share why you need to end the relationship. Um, proper term is termination, terminate the relationship. Um, but 
I mean, it is. I mean, for example, yeah, you're not supposed to do self disclosure in therapy. Is useful. <laughs> sorry, Allie, your dog is desperate to be on the pod. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I need to realize. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's funny. Um, I I think self disclosure, where you know, you're not really supposed to be like. Obviously, it's not a conversation when you're talking to people for therapy, like, oh, that happened to you, happened to me too, type of thing. But I think, obviously, if you're going to be unavailable for your practice, you can certainly say, you know, for personal reasons, I'm no longer able to work with you. Um, you know, you don't have to explain like I'm moving or whatever. But, um, but yeah, that must have been weird to be. It's kind of, it almost sounds like you're dating somebody. They tell you they're off the dating sites and then you catch them still on the dating sites. Yeah, because it's because I guess what it means is that he the guy said he was leaving his practice uh, and he's going to get a new office. So his practice Mm -hmm. is on hold. But then his psychology today profile never got updated. I mean, I think either the therapist kind I don't even know if it's a ghosting. I mean, the therapist might also be having their own. Like maybe the therapist is going through something. That's the thing too. And like, isn't even back in practice. I mean, I, I think what's most important is not, and and, and tell me if you agree, uh, for this person who wrote in, I think what is less important is trying to detective work on what's going on with the therapist and to yeah. focus on yourself and get a new therapist. Like six months yeah. is a long time to be put on hold. And- <laughs> I, I, Allie, I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I would say, cause I know, you know, again, to use the dating example, the amount of times that like, you know, a guy would disappear and I would spend so much time detective working it and being like, why do, why did they act that way? And it's like, who cares? Like, right. that's not up to you to figure out what's going on with the other person. You have to take care of yourself. Right, right. And I think that's important for your listeners to understand is it actually kind of goes back to the Don Miguel Ruiz book um, uh, to to not take things personally. I know it's easier said than done, but like when people say things to you or their behaviors, words, it's really rarely about you, whether it's a compliment, an insult, a rejection and accept it, you know, there's some piece of it that's really about them. So I think that can help to like, detach yourself you know so right so with this listener i highly doubt this has anything to do with you if anything it's maybe who knows like maybe this therapist found out that there's like a mutual connection with you there could be a mm. reasons that they cannot share um so hopefully they said you know i can no longer work with you i don't remember what they said if they were moving or whatever but um i would not personalize it i would just move on yeah okay great Okay. Uh, third question. Uh, I feel like this is very relatable. Okay. Uh, seems like the pandemic is back or it never ended. I'm feeling a lot of despair. I've made a lot of plans and now fear that I have to cancel them. Uh, fear that I have to cancel them. What should I do? (laughs) I mean, uh, no, it's, um, I don't think, I don't think there's anything to do clients that are yes, what you just said, like fine, like it's almost like this. I feel like we all 
universally, well, not universally, like we all like toward the end of May, we're like, woohoo, you know, things are getting better. Bands are being lifted. We're moving in the right directions. Numbers are going down. And then I don't know what happened in July, toward the end of July, but it was almost like we just got like teased. Not that it would have been better to not have that, but you know what I'm saying? Like all these people were like, yay, I can finally make those vacation plans. I can finally take that mask off at work. I could, whatever. And now it's like, it's extremely frustrating. So I, I think what I've been sharing with my clients is that, you know, yes, this is extremely frustrating, discouraging, you know, angry, like all these emotions, definitely uh, acknowledge the emotions, but I wouldn't necessarily hang your hat on that. Like, okay, here we go. We're going to go back. We're going to be, you know, back quarantining this winter, you know, like I think trying to keep it, balance like we don't want to go to extremes with this like we just don't know the reality is accepting the unknown like that's what anxiety is is it's the unknown so the reality is we just don't know we know what's going on right now i would i'm telling people like go ahead keep those plans keep planning your life no need to not just you know just be wise about it you know like look at cancellation policies all that i know it's really hard but the reality is that if you really think about it pandemic or not nothing in life is truly guaranteed that's what's interesting you know if you like really quiet think- during a podcast that's not guaranteed exactly exactly like <laughs> i think we sometimes forget that that like yeah you can make all the plans you want but you just really truly don't know you know so it's important to just work on you know what i can be okay even if this doesn't go as i would have preferred you know and just learning to practice acceptance, like, you know, and trust in yourself, like, hey, I may not know what's going to happen. But I know that I can work on myself with whatever ends up (laughs) happening, whether this works out or doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I I feel like my headspace right now, as far as the pandemic goes, you know, I've, I've had some, I guess, quote, unquote, back to normal moments. But I'm pretty much back to like, I mean, I wear a mask, even though I'm not required to at certain places, I'm going to keep most of my plans local for the next few months. I mean, I don't know. But I think you're right. Like, for me, the pandemic has taught me really can't make plans. Uh, This podcast has taught me you can't make plans because I had a different episode I was going to do today. And then the recording failed. I've had a few episodes like that where I had plans for a guest and something came up and then I end up doing a solo episode. And so, you know, you just got to be flexible for whatever comes up. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I I guess I would also say to anyone who's feeling that way is like, remember you're, you're not alone. I mean, I don't know if that offers anyone comfort, but everyone is feeling this way. Why do I want to cue that Michael Jackson song? Like, I feel like the best. You are not alone. You are not alone. Yeah, uh, that's that's true. Uh, you're not alone. Um, but I think the most important thing is for people to feel like it is okay to feel whatever they're feeling. Like, you can feel that anger. You can feel the frustration. You can feel the grief. You can feel sad. I mean, like, there's no just no right or wrong way to ever feel it's it's how you react you want to respond to your emotion you don't want to react to it that's that's what well also something I would encourage people and I know this is going to be a tough one because like look I had a very strong visceral reaction at the person who 
was unvaccinated and I assumed was vaccinated. So I understand we're all kind of looking for someone to direct our anger about the pandemic ad. And absolutely, you can feel frustrated, understandably so with like, you know, people who aren't following the rules or people who are calling it a hoax or whatever. But also I think it's really important to remind ourselves, none of us have ever been through this. Yeah. You know, and, and businesses and, and I'm not going to say all politicians, but a lot of politicians and lawmakers and doctors like are doing the best they can. Um, so mistakes are going to happen, you know? Um, and, and I think that's something to remind ourselves, like when it's like, why isn't, you know, this perfect and why isn't that perfect? And it's like, because no one knows what they're doing. And we also had someone who was really not well in charge for a while, you know? So it's, um, it's a bummer and it sucks. I think that's really like what it comes down to this. All of it sucks. Whole yeah. pandemic sucks. So um, all right. Well, oh, last question. I think I've said in my sessions, like, yeah, this sucks. Like, like sometimes that's all people want to hear. They're like, yeah, like, like, yeah, it does suck. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? There's really not much more, you know, it's like, yeah, this, this sucks. Sucks. Oh, this is crazy. So we got a question while we were talking. It just, it just came to my, my, wow. my desk. Okay. So Hi. I am a podcast host, comedian, and new mom. I am tired. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I can commit to doing an episode a week anymore because I have a new job. And between the new job and the baby, I need some more time to myself. Do I stop doing my podcast altogether? Do I do it less frequently? Also, if more people would like, rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments on the podcast on iTunes to get it more <laughs> visibility and higher in the algorithm, perhaps I would keep doing an episode a week. But I worry sometimes people aren't listening and I'm just talking to no one. What should I do? Love, Julia with a J. That's so oh. weird. Oh my gosh. What are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> so Julia with a J or Gulia or whatever that was for that. Wasn't there a movie where it was like, never yes, mind. It's the wedding singer. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so Julia, Gulia, um, I think she should do what she wants to do. Truthfully. This yeah. Anybody else or anything selfishly, I would like Julia to keep doing this when she wants to, it does not have to be weekly, mm-hmm. but maybe it could just be like, Hey, Whenever I can get to it, I get to it. But I'm not disappearing because I, I think it's a wonderful show. But um, I love doing the show. I this person loves doing the show. Oh, then I think you know, it's you know what I have to say as an aside. I maybe it's because I'm a Libra, but I've always been like, let's look at the gray area. I've never really lived in extremes, but I had no idea so many people are very all or nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. And it's just so interesting to me because I'll simply share, like, well, have you considered a compromise? Or like, whoa. So Julia with a J, like, could there be a compromise <laughs> here? It doesn't have to be like, shut it down or do it weekly. Like, you could maybe do it every other week or whatever floats your boat. But I, 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 I yeah, I think I, I'm guessing this happens to a lot of people. But this person also wrote that, um, Sometimes it's the anticipation of doing something that's overwhelming. Like I know in my own life, like with stand up, 
the getting dressed, the driving to the show, the the preparing for the show is like overwhelming at times. But when I'm once I'm actually on stage, I'm really happy. The podcast, the booking, the editing, the stuff that mm-hmm. circles around it, the oh shit, it's already Wednesday and I haven't recorded my episode for Thursday it can be stressful. But then when I'm talking one on one to someone, I love it. So I think that's something, and I used to feel guilty about that because I thought that meant that I was lazy because I like the fun part of stuff, you know, yeah. but like, of course I like the fun part of stuff. Anywho, uh, that was just me seeking some validation from uh, my number one fan <laughs> and my favorite sister of all time. Oh, and I was going to say my favorite therapist, but you're not my therapist. I want to make that clear to anyone who's listening. Cause I'm always like, uh, on the show today is therapist and my sister. You are not my therapist. I am not your therapist. However, I must say I have gone to you quite a few times and you've given me some very supportive, empathetic, therapeutic ish feedback, which has been greatly appreciated. So thank you for being my sister therapist. Oh, I mean, you know, that's what happens when you, Grove, and for anyone listening, if you've ever grown up in a household where, I don't know, your parents really should go seek counseling, marriage counseling, but instead they talk to their children, it really teaches you how to be a good advice giver and listener. Uh, and I had a client this week, and I'm not sure if that client's listening because I actually have a feeling that client might be listening <laughs> um, because the client like mentioned following you. So there's a possible... So- so you know who you are, but um, the client asked me just this week, why do you do what you do? Like, do you just enjoy helping people? And I actually said, I believe I started doing this from the day I could start like speaking, being a marriage counselor to my parents. And I'm yeah. like, pretty much shit. I may as well get, <laughs> I may as well do this. You know how I described, this is so, I'm so glad our parents don't listen to podcasts, but um, I described our parents this week. I said, they act like a divorced couple without any of the benefits of being divorced. Oh, I know. Right? Isn't that, I mean, we have to wrap it up because I know you have to go and I have to go, but uh, yeah, I think, oh God, what a, what a stupid way to, not stupid, but like what a, what a bomb to drop at the end of the episode and be like, bye guys, talk to you next week. But uh, I just want to give a shout out to anyone who's listening who is who is, has the experience unfortunately, of having, you know, lovely parents that did their best, but man, oh man, now they've got two divorced daughters who they could have enjoyed the benefits that we're, yeah, my sister is, I mean, can I? Oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah. My sister got divorced the day before uh, lockdown was announced in 2020. March 13th, 2020, we were like the last group of people at the courthouse. Like there was other people for other reasons, but I was like, like physically in-person court stuff. Like that was the last day you could do it. It was just, who knew? And then then the next day you were forced to live with your ex-husband. Yeah. Uh, We are getting along marvelously and I'm grateful for that. And all I have to do is, all I have to say is life is just so funny and unpredictable and what a ride sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say you might win one of the awards for most bizarre, extra added layer of emotional whatever to the pandemic. Uh, right. Well, I love you. Uh, I love my listeners. Uh, 
thank uh, you. Know, is there anything else you want to say? Love your listeners too. And uh, <laughs> let's keep this going whenever you can. Yeah, I'll probably keep doing it once a week. I love it too much. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for listening. As I said, if you enjoy the show, rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment on iTunes, wherever you listen to it. And um, Eleanor will be back. I'm sure in a future episode very soon. And if you have questions you want us to answer, please write to should I get bangs pod at Gmail and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.